0: Welcome to Cafecito con Leche. My name is Dino. And I'm David. And it's been a really good week. It's been a while since we said that, but it's been a really good week. Uh, It was really good last week when we did our hour and a half when we were in Vegas. That was fun. It was fun. I had a good time. Great. Uh, Everyone still thinks they're like, wow, it's his first time in Vegas. Yeah. uh,
1: Everyone's still asking me about it. So it's
0: pretty cool. Nice. Um... What have we been doing uh we were we just got promotions
1: we just got promotions today we were also invited by the cdc to present to the cdc today what we presented in vegas so that's
0: pretty cool it's wild like i was really hoping it was somewhere in person but it's just virtual which is okay it's fine i just want to fly places dino wants to fly everywhere and knows that i hate flying so don't look at our guests. we're not bringing them in (laughs) (laughs) no
1: i need somebody on my side during this moment right now
0: um yeah it's been really cool um today was like a nice picnic day at work just for our yearly celebration summer thing and it was really hot got some lunch but i just a nice relaxing day
1: yeah it's been a nice relaxing week pretty much as well nothing too crazy i think too sharp but that brings us to where we are now do you want to do the introduction do you know
0: sure actually first i want to say we sold our first clone of david oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, thank you to our patron that was uh we have a we have some production in front of us um david you're rubbing your face i just it's it's funny it's funny yeah. I'm, I'm glad we made a sale uh we're still waiting for supplies so we can mass produce but the sweatshop of david dicks rolling down the yeah <laughs> the sweatshop is he's me. just giving it and giving it and giving it i and... really
1: am and they like i told you earlier they keep coming back so i'm doing it right <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, let's get yeah. some housekeeping out of the way first uh if you would like to support our podcast you can become a patron on patreon.com slash we would like to thank ruben and robert and rebecca for being our first three patrons thank you very much
1: and if you don't want to just do a monthly thing you can give 50 bucks and buy my dick at
0: the same time on uh, a venmo at cclpod uh send your address either there or through a dm on our instagram or twitter or twitter we're everywhere Or if you just want to share the show, share the show. Find your favorite clip, let us know, and we'll make a clip for you. Now, I want to introduce our guest. We haven't had a guest in a while. You're squinting. I think it's only been like three weeks. It's been way more than that. Okay, go on. Uh, (laughs) We did a lot of pre-recorded all at once. Uh, Our special guest, Concha of the Week. You might know him from episode one of this podcast where the audio was horrible. (laughs) You've seen him go-go dancing in LA, Palm Springs, give it up san francisco san francisco give it up for daniel Osovayudo. hey
1: guys there's an applause button but i'm not gonna hit it because it's really loud
0: <laughs> yeah we got we got a new interface and it's got all these buttons where we can program sounds and david did an air horn and like had to yank Blew off up his my head. ears oh wow. i can't hear you right now i'm just guessing <laughs>
2: well thanks for having me on again i really enjoy it and it's a lot of fun to be with you guys so thank you it's always fun it's like we never see you i know right you
1: so i we said where you're go-go dancing but you just said you got booked somewhere new right
2: yes so i'm gonna be both edwin and i are gonna be go-go dancing for underbear
1: underbear yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. bullet bullet okay and it'll be your first time
2: uh, yeah first wow. time dan- go go dancing at yeah, bullet for underbear and that's actually the first place that I wanted to like i when i first wanted to go go dance i was like ooh i would love to go go dance for underbear you want to dance at chris's bar about that <laughs> <laughs> about that <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's for another day. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? She books, and that's what counts Yeah, but yeah. Do. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be fine. Um, and actually, I was booked for the next three months. So I'm gonna wow be hey, doing under non like
1: nonstop the next three months. Yeah, you have a pretty good.
2: Yeah, so it's gonna be April, May, and June. Um, oh, oh, okay. Then I'm th- I gonna know be doing. I, meant,
1: I thought you meant like for the next three months, every week, every week- weekend
2: dancing. No. Like, wow, yeah, I'm never gonna need to, to Breathe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no.
2: No, for underbear. So, I'm going to be doing that. So, this time around, it's going to be me and Edwin. And the f- next one, hopefully, would be me and Lobito.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, do they only do two people at a time? So, actually, they only do one person when it's not the summer. And during the summer, they do two. Oh. So, they're starting in April with two.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool.
2: Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Ooh, Thank you. I'm really awesome. excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm no, it's, it's great. It's a great space. I, I love going there. I feel very welcomed so you know so it's great but yeah it's been it's been a pretty awesome time you know just go-go dancing my way in different areas so the last fun. time
1: we spoke uh you were heading to palm springs to go to dance and you were there for the i don't remember what it stands for but i know it's ibc
2: ibc so um international international bear, international bear convergence yeah. okay, yes okay cool. so ibc um It was interesting, (laughs) very interesting for many reasons, personal reasons as well. Um, But the event on a whole, so it was raining, there was a storm. And so that made the whole thing very interesting and fun and funny. Mm. But um, I was, we were booked for one pool Party and then one um, dance. So Mm. they have three pool parties and then every night they have a dance. Okay. So we were booked for a pool party and then one of the dances. But But one,
0: I'll say, one of the pool
2: parties wasn't a pool. No. So so what happened is it was there a storm came down, and they moved the pool party to the ballroom, and it became like a dry um, pool party. Not dry as in no alcohol. But when dry. you told me that, I was like,
3: it's
0: going to a dry pool party. That's really cool. All the like sober queens can go hang out. That sounds like a great event." And he's like, "No, Dino, there. It's just actually we everyone's our-. highest spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: there was just no water. Um, yeah. So Even okay, better. <laughs> get that cotton mouth. <laughs> so let me give you like our experience with that. So we we started goggle dancing mm-hmm. and uh, you know people are coming in and out and and people are confused because they didn't know that it had been moved inside so just you know people are just trying to figure everything out and it's three uh there was supposed to be four goggles but it, only three showed up so it was me edwin and um the other guy so we we really didn't take like a schedule or breaks because it was just three of us and we were actually having fun, the three of us together, like mm-hmm. playing with the ball because they have uh-huh. like beach balls and all that stuff. Um so then it started to get like more people started to get there. So then we were like, all right, let's let's start like actually go-go dancing and not just playing with the balls. No. <laughs> um and out of nowhere, it gets really hot. And like I'm sweating. I look at Edwin and he's sweating. And then the other go-go dancer, poor guy he is like drenched in sweat, oh. and when I turn around, I see that the guy that's in charge of the gogo dancers, or that booked the gogo dancers, had to bring him towels to clean his box because it was like <laughs> a puddle of Ooh. sweat. Um, which, don't get me wrong, this man is super sexy. So seeing him sweaty and everything, he <laughs> made a lot of tips. <laughs> but it was so so hot. He's fighting for his life up there. Yeah. <laughs> So then I take my break and while I'm taking my break, I find out that they purposely turned on the heater in the ballroom so that people could take off their shirts and like be practically semi-naked yeah, and obviously buy drinks or whatnot. So it could be like a pool party. And I'm like... But we're dying up here. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told us anything. Um, so it was just hilarious. It was we was just laughing. like
1: super all hard. of a sudden. Like everyone's just sweaty. Just gross.
0: Reminds- yeah, me when you did uh, New Year's Eve at the falcon north oh my, god. North, and oh it was my like, god it was raining but they also had the heaters on and yes you're just like dino
1: and then they were falling then the heaters, yeah. were, <laughs> the, the heaters <laughs> were falling
2: oh my god that was like yeah. the
1: propane's gonna <laughs> blow us up out of here
2: well what's funny about that is because the heat obviously goes up mm. and since we're like in, in boxes so we're a little bit higher like it's so hot so i, I think i told him, i was like do you feel it dino because <laughs> Dino's was <giant. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sweating up here uh. <laughs> But yeah, um, other than that, um, it was great. We went to Barracks. Love Barracks out there. We had a great time. Um, You've been back a couple times
1: since IBC. I think you've been, like, every other weekend, you've been in Palm Springs.
2: um, We went back the following weekend after IBC because... um, So, you know, everyone has a queen and, like, either Britney, Lady Gaga, or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Mine is Ana Gabriel. I love Ana Gabriel. And when... IBC was announced. We bought our tickets and everything. And then maybe about a month later, she announced her tour. And she was going to be in LA when we were in IBC. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I can't miss it. So then I find out that the following weekend, she was going to be in Palm Springs. So I told Edwin, we're going back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have a friend that lives out there in Palm Springs. And he he lets us stay with him. So he was like, yeah, just stay with me. So went back the following weekend and did that. Um, and you know what? You're right. Then we went back to the Western.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. I've been keeping up with your life, Daniel. <laughs> so Since the last time I was here, I went back. I We went to Palm Springs three times. Yeah. Yeah. So we went for Western Exposure. Mm. Um, what is that? CCBC. So Western Exposure is a, like a, also like another event for bears, mm. but like bears, chubs. Mm. Um, and it happens at CCBC, which is the, uh, clothing optional resort out in Palm Springs, mm-hmm. and it uh, it's actually pretty big. Like they throw like this big parties, and obviously it's a play area as well. So people are like having sex left and right and having mm-hmm. a great time. Um, so you pretty much just buy your ticket and you have access to ccbc the whole weekend oh cool um and there's there's a pool and then there's play area whether
1: you have a room or not there yeah oh wow that's super cool Mm -hmm. so
2: it's essentially like every week or every day pretty much you could buy a pass Mm -hmm. um like a daily pass right yeah you're not staying there um and it's just i think it's eight hours but for western exposure um you buy your pass for the whole weekend and you could come in and out whenever you want Mm. So pretty much you have access like the whole time you're there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Because it's pretty pricey to stay there. It is. It is really pricey. We stayed there once and... You guys stay somewhere else. What's the other one called? Um, Canyon Club. Canyon Club. Yeah. Yeah. So Canyon Club is in... CCBC is in Cathedral City. Canyon Club is in Palm Springs. Mm. So it's maybe about a 10, 15 minute drive. That's not bad. Not at all. In Canyon Club... (laughs) I always say this Canyon Club, you don't stay there for the rooms, you stay there for the experience because the rooms are not the best. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's practically like if you're staying at a hourly motel. Okay. Okay. Um, but the environment and everything else is pretty awesome. It's pretty great. So, so yeah. you,
1: ever, you ever done an hourly motel, Dino? You ever been no. so horny that you need to just pull over and pay 20 bucks for an hour? No, I have not. No? Okay. Have you? Just yeah. the road head. Yeah. Yeah, I have also.
2: That's where I was on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, is that is that
1: what you did? An hourly? Yeah. For your... Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Where we're at? In Southgate. Okay, I think I know what you There's about.
2: a lot in Southgate.
1: Is there really? I know of one for sure where everyone does their
2: their thing. Their thing? Their sniffies event. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, So there's Atlantic Boulevard. And on Atlantic, you could find, I think, maybe like 10 motels. Wow. Like right next to each other. Nice. Yeah. All so... Right happy for you thank you do we get to give you a hanky yet no not yet okay oh, we're working day. we're okay. working on we're it. it we're building it we're building yeah. up to it so if you didn't know i'm the one that they talked about the <laughs> hanky. it's me it's waiting yes we're working on it so we're we'll just... have
0: a little party yes
2: yes we cute we want to so i don't know maybe i'll buy one of david's dicks to help me get there because apparently it's huge so fifty dollars <laughs> fifty dollars who knows I wouldn't say it's huge. I'd give people a <laughs> false impression. <laughs> They're gonna get a hanky toy or
1: something. This
2: is how you make money, dude. Okay, I
1: just don't. I just don't want to get bad reviews on that as well. You know. <laughs> I've heard good
3: things. So um, you've seen it. Yes. Yeah, so okay. that's what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: you've seen it and see me in action. So I mean, you are good. Yeah, we're good. I'm good. <laughs> you, yes, <laughs> I, need to, I just need to tell myself, you know, I need to. <laughs> you're doing amazing, sweetie.
0: Shut up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's next on the agenda,
3: <laughs> uh, um.
0: the hotel or the um nude resort you're staying at reminded me of a, a tweet I saw recently, where a guy was like, "I'm playing bingo with the old gays at the new nu- n- uh, the nude resort. It's the best experience. It's just like." <laughs>
1: do
2: they do bingo at ccbc so they have um a restaurant right outside of it mm. which is in the same property okay uh, um so you get to the lobby and wait you... can
0: you be nude at the restaurant no okay okay there's a cause... there's a weird san francisco thing that happened
1: <laughs> <laughs> where you could be nude in restaurants at one point in time
2: i've heard that yeah so right. you
1: can't do that anymore so now they do a nude day a naked oh, day in san francisco yeah i think it might coincide with the naked bike ride
0: hmm we walked by someone talking about it. We are like, wait, what well, is we happening? Well, we walked
1: by someone talking about it because a guy walked by Dick Out and just okay. walked by the Pete's Coffee and they were like, oh. know, the like, people are eating bagels, man. Get out here. Yeah, ring, ring <laughs> toss. <laughs> ring toss. <laughs> ring toss. <laughs> I, need, I need a little extra cream cheese. Fun. Oh. <laughs> Not the soggy
0: biscuit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but there's a restaurant right outside CCVC. Yeah, so it's uh, it's right, right there in the same property. Um, and they do, like, bingo drag shows and stuff like that hmm. three yeah. beer bus and you
1: know wow so. a beer bus at a, i just ima- i don't know why i'm imagining aspires outside what of is CCBC. i don't know why <laughs> that's <laughs> the image i was about to say like wow well, a uh, yeah. hectagonal yeah just like building. a little diner norms right outside you know and, and we, don't, don't we've never
2: it. been in there because i mean if we're going to CCBC, we're going to not fun or whatever but we've never actually been in there so you don't eat she's bottoming you're you're, all you're a can. top David. well at, so, at, so, at some so point at
1: some point bottom well, you... phobia i want you guys to fucking eat <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> would like, we I care about you trust me we want to eat too but <laughs> what's that uh, sacrifice the jeffa rose mcgowan she's like guess how
0: tired we are <laughs> 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 oh my god okay um so you went to IBC, <laughs> background dancing for Big Dipper.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, that's what you were invited
2: to also do. Mm-hmm. Nice. So Big Dipper um, hit me up and asked me if I wanted to uh, participate with him in background dancing with him. And, uh, you know, I was like, just so you know, I have bad knees, so I will not be able to do the splits or anything like that. And he's like, no, we will not be doing splits. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the week before... Um, or the week of IBC we got together, practiced um, and ended up doing it and it was a lot of fun I had a really good time oh my god, but it was an experience as well so <laughs> um, Dipper didn't know like the time he was going to go up or anything like that so we were all kind of like trying to guess uh-huh. or just waiting Um, they told him he was going to have a stage to perform but they didn't tell him how big the stage was going to be then they tell him Oh, the stage is gonna be two of the Google boxes. We're gonna put them together, and I had already walked through the uh, pool party or, or the pool t- and saw the boxes, and I was like, "These are like four by four boxes." So there's yeah. gonna be like and IBC
1: is not the place for a four by
2: four, right? But three. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a four by eight stage mm-hmm. for like three big guys. Um, And I was like, all right, well, let's do it. So the the day before we practiced and we had to put like chairs, kind of like mimicking the the little stage. Um, But at the end of the day, it was great. Dipper and I only bumped into each other once. Perfect. Um, (laughs) None of us fell off, which was great. Uh, But we had such a good time. He is a sweetheart. He's great. It was my first time meeting him, actually. So um, it was great. And then um, he messaged me and he was like, hey... I'm going to be performing at um, Fat Sled.
0: I was going to say, those pictures were just going up today because Fat Sled's tonight. Tonight, um, yeah. So your photos are up on Meatball's page.
2: Oh, I saw them. <laughs> but yeah, so he was like, I'm going to be performing at Fat Sled, um, and I wanted to know if you guys wanted to come, and I was like, sure. And it was great because that day, also um, Trixie Mattel was It was St. Patrick's familiar. Day. It was mm-hmm. It was
0: Trixie Mattel was there. <laughs> uh, Alaska was headlining. Mm-hmm. It
2: was... It was, it was real it tight was, it was, it was yeah, it people, people died a lot of straight women <laughs> yes but you know I got to meet Trixie which was great nice um, wow did uh, you get to meet Alaska as well uh I just saw her and we just like said something because something was going on but I didn't really get to talk to her okay um that's cool you got to meet Trixie though yeah uh I actually got into, like, more of drag stuff because of her. Edwin is the one that was like, oh, watch this. And I started watching Trixie and Mm. Katya. So I love that thing. Um, But that's how it started. So it was great, you know, just seeing her. And we were very surprised because they told us that she was going to come, like, she wasn't going to come in drag. So we're like, oh, that's fine. We were all taking bets. Like, Mm -hmm. is she going to be
1: in drag or is she going to be bald-headed?
2: And that's what they're saying, (laughs) that usually when she DJs, she doesn't go in drag. And she ended up showing in drag. So... You know, it
1: was I I I only barely started noticing like how much of a lady bunny wig she is. Oh like, yeah, mm, the big, biggest hair, yeah. big and always a little whoop. Yeah, just like lady bunny.
2: She talks once that she was wearing, I think it was like seven wigs, mm-hmm. once Oof. for one of drag, one of the dragons. I yeah, think she and was she like, like just it's like so heavy on your mm-hmm. head. You're just like Ugh. just yeah. to get the um, the, the volume big piece and like right? yeah. yeah. a dainty beautiful woman. Oh. No
1: thanks, you would never see me. I look like cousin
2: it. let's put you in drag david
1: i would do it we've talked
0: about it for work like yeah i
1: just wouldn't shave so i'd be a bearded queen for sure yeah same yeah Yeah. i would do that but i would be nicely sculpted for sure my beard yeah my face i don't know (laughs) (laughs) beat to the gods because i look like i took a bunch of punches (laughs) i'm
0: sure joey would do a lovely job well you've done like I used to do
1: drag queens' makeup. Yeah. Yeah. I used to help Mama with her makeup when she did Club Lucky. Are you familiar with Mama, the Disney drag queen? No. Okay. So are you familiar with Club Lucky at the House of Blues? No, I'm not. So it used to be once a month, Wednesdays, at the Downtown Disney House of Blues. Um, It was free for cast members or like $5 if you weren't. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was a big Disney gay. Uh, I had my annual pass, so I ended up going. Um, After the first time, uh, I went with some friends and I ended up meeting Mama in the park. And she was like, come to Club Lucky one night. And I was like, but hey, I'm not old enough to drink and I don't want to pay the cover. And she's like, you're coming in as my makeup artist. And I was like, great. So I went in she taught me what I needed to know about doing drag makeup. She does it just a very basic, not necessarily basic, but like a, a traditional, yeah. traditional drag queen. Yeah. Um, you know, just look like a woman and that's mm-hmm. all you really need. Um, which ended up getting me into the door, Club Lucky that time. And then it was like, now you're my personal photographer. So that got me in the next time, which ended up getting me into a lot of gay clubs growing up. I would go in and be like the drag makeup person for just like you know, local drag queens.
3: Cute,
1: look Ooh. at you. Yeah, that's where it started.
0: Is that it?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like now he's so gonna you'll be doing my makeup. <laughs> okay, now he's gonna start painting us. <laughs>
1: <I'm> like, nope. <laughs> <Not me. laughs> no <okay>. Never paint. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned Drag Race. Are you, did you watch a lot when you came out of the closet? That's where, I, like, when I came out of the closet, I started by watching, like, Logo TV. So, like, Drag Race was...
2: No, actually. Okay. I just started watching Drag Race, like, two years ago. Okay, Probably, like, right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, again, Edwin's the one that introduced me. I think everybody knows Edwin's my boyfriend, but I keep mentioning him. <laughs> but um, uh, he's the one that introduced me to Trixie and Katya. And then from there, I was like... Okay, well, let's see what else. I think I think it was um, All Stars at the time that we were watching. And I was like, well, let me go watch the season for each of these queens. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. how I started. I haven't seen all of them yet, uh-huh. like all the seasons. But that's pretty much how I started. Um,
0: I have friends that can name the queens by elimination order. In fact, I'll send them the Sporacle every now and then, the little quiz website. And Ricky did it in like 22 minutes yeah i think the timer is like 30 minutes so and the to, only God. reason
1: he lasted 22 minutes because he didn't specifically know how to type one drag queen's name i think it was
0: like
2: La chambion or something yeah like that. and he was like i don't know how it's spelled but i know their name <laughs> i know it i know it wow yeah no i we gotta get him on
3: yeah.
2: i'm really bad with names too but um some they asked me when i first started watching like who was my favorite drag queen and at the time it was um Della. i loved her like she thinks she's mm. hilarious now 100 percent is jinx um She's awesome. Uh, Jinx? Jinx Monsoon? Jinx Monsoon.
0: Jinx
1: Monsoon.
2: Yeah, she just got book for Doctor Who. Yes. Oh, yes. She did. I do know her. Yeah, I know yeah. you know her. I know her.
0: Yeah, she did. She's doing Chicago right now. I need a face. I every know you time
1: do. I, time, anytime <laughs> somebody mentions a drag queen, I need a face.
0: Yeah, she's great. I love her. I started, my fraternity <laughs> brothers got me into it. So I started with, actually, Trixie's season. <laughs> uh, is that season seven? yes and then i went back and like watched them from the beginning because i lived with ricky and he was like we're watching these and i was like okay
1: so when i came out of the closet we were in between seasons or a season was about to start mm-hmm. so they were doing a marathon on logo oh yeah um they would play the exact same commercials for this goddamn marathon <laughs> oh, no so the if you don't have a wig underneath do not remove your wig or whatever yeah like it's stuck in my head like Plays constantly because it was like the only ad they played on fucking logo. That, and the, <laughs> that was the night the lights went down in Georgia or whatever. <laughs> fucking designing women. Yeah. Um, but it was a season with Adore Delano and okay. Bianca Del Rio. That one. was the season that I jumped into. That's probably one of my favorites. Um, that was the last season I watched. <laughs>
0: Well, no, you watched this one. Well, I watched
1: this one, and I've, I've seen other things sporadically, mm-hmm. but I've never, like, sat down and watched the whole season since then. Mm-hmm. Um, And this one I missed three or four episodes, I think, at the end. Yeah. Uh,
0: mainly because we stopped going to precinct. Uh, I was just catching anyways. up on the pitch stop on uh, weekends to be like, okay, what I miss? Unless I was out with someone. Uh, were
1: you
2: happy with the winners? You, do you watch the season? Yeah, All I the watched the season. Um, I did. Uh, So I had some... I don't know. This season was a little like slow for me. I don't know. I've talked to a couple of people and they felt the same. Okay. Where um the beginning was like a little dragging trying to like catch on to it and mm. then it started to get better. That's how I feel. Um and uh I was rooting for Anitra. I was too Yeah. I was rooting for Anitra. I loved her. Uh I'm happy that Sasha win- won. One like I w- either or I was okay with, but I preferred Anitra. Mm. Um but you know, Sasha's I feel more most more because Sasha was already a queen and Sasha is like.
1: She's already a huge yes. like Every Yeah. Time, like really, this is just for the RuPaul name attached yeah. to her at
0: this point. Mm-hmm, yeah. Every time in the pit stop, whenever they had a guest on, it's like, and who do you want to win? Who do you think's going to win? And they were just all like, Sasha. It's going to be Sasha. We yeah. were like, okay, yeah, it is. Sasha, so I was like, Anitra, you could just come on. Yeah. Of course, get in there.
2: But if you take Sasha out of the competition and you just have everybody else I feel like Anitra brought a lot and you also get to see her grow in the show I Mm -hmm. feel like um she's very different from like her and then Anitra when she's in drag like I feel like two very different personalities you get to see that you get to see how she grew I don't know I think she just brought a lot to it and um that's who I was rooting for but you know I'm happy that Sasha won It came to LA so Mm
3: -hmm.
2: yeah so yeah an LA queen from Hawaii so
1: I don't remember any other names, to be honest. I don't remember who I wanted to win. The one that looks like your
3: roommate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you said that out loud. Yeah, I did. Said the quiet part out loud. (laughs) Uh, He does. They do look like each other. Mistress and Dennis look alike.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Now you see it.
1: It took me a little bit, but I guess. Um, Yeah, they look alike. I I can't say who I wanted. I thought... um, the puerto rican one Jax,
3: mm-hmm. i think was their name
1: i thought they were gonna go further than they did um i thought they were gonna win their lip syncs every time based off of their ability to uh-huh. like mm-hmm. perform um but that didn't happen so yeah. i think
2: that she could have gone further if it wouldn't have been for that like for that episode and the way that she went home um because yeah i don't know i think that she was good, and she was bringing a lot, and I feel like she could have brought a lot more. But, you know, it was that lip-sync and, and whatnot and going against Anitra. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's true. So, but other than that, I mean, it, I do have to say, though, like, at first I was like, why would you save Spice? Um, but I get it. It's like, you, you're really not going to compete against Spice. Like, Anitra compete against Spice. is like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so you know, it is what it is.
0: Did you see the promos for the new All-Star season? i saw a little bit but
2: i don't know who any of them
0: are. i was gonna say there's some from before when you were watching mm-hmm. so you have no idea uh my just absolute favorite thing was when hiding in closet came out dressed as oblina from a monsters and i screamed like <laughs> i was so excited i did not see that no uh, uh, i'll show you in the promo in the, uh her what her entrance look is uh, oblina yeah she's wow. got I mean, she's has a gap in her teeth that's kind of her. Thing, and so does Oblina so she had made these giant pair of lips with like gap teeth and she was wearing white and black in a little look and I posted it earlier but oh, it's great I didn't say I missed it I know it's, it's okay. a very busy day for me
2: it is. <laughs> <laughs> a very happy day for you
1: very happy busy day for me um, well it's new <laughs> um, cool yeah awesome we haven't had much drag race talk on our pod so that's the first one. Oh it's my the first god one. When? Oh. popped our cherry dang
2: you know. I did that recently, so <laughs> What? Do you wanna elaborate? Let's let's, let's unpack forward. let's unpack that. <laughs> um I recently had sex with somebody who was origin.
3: So Wow.
0: Please go Describe. Describe yeah, say anything. I don't know. <laughs> I'm too excited to have questions.
3: I, How was it
0: for so, you? How was it for them?
2: What were they looking for? Was this during your event? No. Oh, okay. So I'll I'll give you this story. Um when I was younger, when I was, you know, uh, barely having sex, I had sex with an older man, mm-hmm. obviously. Um and I actually had sex before, like, you know, I turned eighteen or whatnot. But I was I was talking to somebody else about this and I was telling them it's crazy how um now like, when you're younger, you're looking for somebody older to, like, teach you or whatnot. And I'm like, now I'm that older that <laughs> young girls are looking for it. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's not me. Don't pick me. Don't look at the me. The two gray hairs on my chin, what? Well. Um, yeah, so uh, this 19-year-old, um, he hit me up. And we had been talking for about a few weeks. And, um, you know, he just, he's been exposed, I want to say, through porn to a, to a lot of kinks mm-hmm. because he really knows what he wants to do. Like he knows exactly what he wants, but he's never done.
1: So he needed a life. lot of coaching
2: for kinks? Yeah, guidance okay. and whatnot. So we, yeah, we met up and um, like he is very versatile. He wants to try everything and find mm-hmm. out what he what he likes, which um, I told him, you let me know what is it that you want to try. And then we talk about it after, and you tell me if you liked it, if you didn't, what you want to do again, blah, blah, blah. Um, And, yeah, so he talked for the first time, and he really enjoyed it. Um, And, uh, yeah, I mean, we did a few other things that he really liked. And he's, essentially, he's, like, very submissive. Mm -hmm. So he just wants to be, like, submissive servant type of thing um, to, like, an older figure you know obviously
1: do you consider yourself a dom when you need to be i mean you're um, you're uh, a very a gentle person
2: in general uh, so i don't David. like <laughs> <laughs> um i'm a switch for sure okay 100% like i could be very very like dominant um when i need to or if i'm like in that you know mm-hmm. mode <clears throat> Mood, i mean so yeah i could get that role pretty easily and he enjoyed it and yeah so did you have a good time i did i did uh mostly because he was very open to just go for it
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know like i've had sex with other guys who are new to kings or whatnot and they like get scared right away or they're like no i don't want to do that but he was actually like very excited and open and he was just going for it wow um yeah and then after I uh, all the stuff that we did, there was just one thing that he's like, I don't know if I like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, we don't have to do it again. Um, and we're like, but I really want to do that again, and I want to do that other stuff again. You know, so nice. Yeah, so it was, it was very interesting, very hot. It really was. I haven't popped anybody's
1: cherry in a very long time. Do you know? I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> no, not no. really. I've I've moved away from it. I don't know why i just i get uncomfortable uncomfortable with, with with being somebody's first time
0: the responsibility of it or I just think, like i
1: think i put more weight onto it mm-hmm. um than the person does uh-huh. um so i just like not me but i'll when when you're ready we can do it or yeah. i just yeah i don't know it's just something about me
0: they you're talking about their comfort with all these new things reminds me of david's story from last week where he was meeting someone uh and they were wanting to cruise, but not wanting to cruise. Oh, that's oh right. Oh, my
2: <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, don't I leave. I was like, why oh, are you don't leaving? Go. We're having a
1: great time. We'll do
2: another lap. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but that. you know what? To, end, to go back to what you were saying about not wanting to do that, I feel like my first time was not that great, right? Oh, mine was awful. Yeah. So <laughs> I, my second time was amazing. And I take that as my first. And I always say, oh, this is this is what my first was. But it wasn't. So um, when I have taken, like, I think it's been maybe like three or four times. But I, because of that, I'm very, like, how can I put it? Caring, you know? Like, I want to make sure they're having a good time. Mm. And then I'll check in with them. And he mentioned to me the following day, he was like, I'm still processing everything. And I was like, okay, cool. Just like you let me know when you want to talk and hit me up. And he's like, all right, cool. And uh, the next morning he messaged me and he's like, okay, now I could talk. And I was Mm -hmm. like, all right. And then he just went off on telling me what he was thinking and all that stuff. Um, So, you know, I just give that like, um, take your time. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure you're good. Like, I don't want your first time with me to be like, oh, that was a bad experience or like, he didn't give a crap mm-hmm. you know so, so yeah a new daddy for the community some you know, education oh and then <laughs> <daddy>. that came <laughs> <What>? <laughs> then that came as well because um i started asking the questions about safe sex and everything and i you know and i was like well what do you know what don't you know okay. so i was like all right i'm gonna Go ahead and give you some numbers so you to call and like. Did you give my numbers? Not yet. Okay. Oh okay. (laughs) Am
1: I gonna get a nineteen year old?
2: (laughs) Um, he. I I know what you did. (laughs) (laughs) He lives closer to Anaheim, so okay. Yeah. So I was like, I'll give you my friend or my boyfriend's number, one of the two, and then I'll. Hello, prospective patient. If you're listening, there's. Apps are
1: really interesting because some they don't really require proof of age so every so no. often i'll get like a 17 year old that has like managed to make their way onto the app ask me like can you be my first and i'm like absolutely not first you're underage secondly i don't do that and like my fir- next conversation is like it's not gonna be me but are you being safe mm-hmm. like that's the extent of our conversations mm-hmm. it's like if you need prep i can get you on prep or i can get you somebody else um so it's been uh most of my conversations with people having their first time has been that
2: yeah yeah same here i i i'm telling you i'm going into that daddy (laughs) era in my life Mm. um and uh, i want to say some younger folks have like either just stopped talking to me or walked away because Mm. i become that person that i yeah
1: they get really annoyed when i start Mm -hmm. talking about safe sex
2: yeah But someone has to do it.
1: Someone has to do it. And I I know they haven't had that talk yet because I've been through the public education system. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: Oh, I don't know. I have some peds patients and they're very well informed. I was like, wow, like because I'm trying to get a gauge of what they already know. Mm
1: -hmm. Do you know if it's because they did it on their own or if they got it from? Because I know I was really well informed when I went to my doctor to get tested for the first time because I was online terrified Uh of what public school had taught me about sex. About gay sex specifically.
0: Yeah. For them, they've already been sexually active, and they're usually talking to their friends already, okay. which is kind of like how I was. But, like, my friend's mom was a nurse, so there was a lot of sex education happening at all times. Not necessarily, okay. like, uh, gay sex, but just, like, sex in general, like how to stay safe.
2: Did your parents ever have this talk with you, Dan? Not at all. Never? No, never.
1: To this day, like, haven't even mentioned.
2: Um, we talk about sex now, and I, you know how comfortable I am? I've always been comfortable mm-hmm. talking about sex. I don't... Um, even, like, talking about my parents having sex, to me, it's like, okay, like, I heard them. That's fine. <laughs> um, but no, they they just, they never talked to me. I never learned about gay sex at school. Um, I remember sex education, but, like, never. What I learned was my first time in porn. Interesting. Yeah, that's how okay. I learned about it. And then the first time I went to get tested, uh, they, you know, they asked the questions, well, you guys know. And they're like, when was the last time you got tested? And I was like, never. And they're like, so you've been having sex for like the past three years? And I'm like, yeah. So they immediately gave me medication for everything. Oh, yeah. They, oh. they, they Let's you know, they... clear the scale. Yes. They tested me and all that stuff. But they said, we're not going to wait for your results. We're just going to give you medication for everything just in case. Um.
3: It's
2: <laughs> a, a lot of meds. It is. It's a lot of meds. And some of those are real
1: scary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was... Well, actually, if it was long enough back, it was really only like a pill or two because it was azithromycin. Yeah. And a shot.
2: Yeah, it was a shot and actually like seven pills. Okay. Yeah. I was 19 probably. Oh, wow. 19, 20, around there. And then the second time I went to get tested, um, I was positive for syphilis Mm. and I broke down. I cried.
1: Yeah. We've had that conversation about like the doctor telling you like you're screwed for life.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah yeah talk to you guys about that yeah so um i cried my friend walked in which he's no longer my friend but he i told him to walk into the room with me and i was crying i the shame of it all you know and and not knowing and then when the doctor came in so this was in um in watts and when the doctor came in she said so you came up positive for blah blah, blah. and then i started asking her questions because i didn't know what syphilis was at the time
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you know she's like no well um this is not curable so you have this for the rest of your life Boo. so then yeah. i'm thinking the first thing that comes to my mind is like so is this like AIDS? This is it yeah you know like i i don't know mm-hmm. so i asked uh further questions and she and her answer was i don't know let me go find out oh my and left me in the room by myself for like yeah. 10, 15 minutes while she was trying to find out. So I'm like, now that I'm older, you know, I'm like, what the hell were you doing? Why were you there? Um, You had no information. You did nothing good for me. I was crying out of my, like, yeah. So it wasn't a good experience. And because of that, and because of, um so I am HIV positive undetectable. Um, And because of the way that I found out about being positive as well. I have a very, like, I'm very passionate about people getting tested and knowing. So um, somebody has to do it. Someone needs to teach, you know, our our younger folks that are growing um, to do this. Like this guy, for example, didn't know what prep was and he's 19. Um, you know, he's Latino, so it doesn't. Like, yeah. Obviously, that's why he doesn't know because our parents... Um, just are not comfortable enough or they don't want to have these conversations. I don't even know if he's out to his family, you know? So he just didn't know what prep was. All he knew was about, you know, condoms. He's...
1: And honestly, like, prep messaging in Anaheim isn't necessarily as broad as it is once you get to LA. No. So if he is living in Orange County, like, he's not driving by billboards that say, are you
0: prepped? Mm-hmm. I was like... gonna say, there's not a ton of billboards and stuff out here.
2: Mm-hmm. There's... Yeah. So, um, you know, so we we have to do the work and and that's actually one of the things that i wanted to talk about today that i didn't mention to you guys um because i really wanted to thank you both for the work that you guys do like no. you guys have no idea the work that david and dino do is insane um they talked about it in their previous i'm not sure if it was a previous one or the one before that about monkey pox and the way that they moved like um, it was insane how things happened. our experience David had a great experience getting getting um, the vaccine uh, <laughs> in Long Beach but that, but that LA, great
1: experience I was like you guys are having trouble like I have this yes. person like please call them and see if they can help you in any way so
2: in LA we had a horrible experience trying to get vaccinated and um david was like reaching out to his like person in long beach how can i help them and this and that you know and and then once we went through that scare and that whole thing the way that we just started sharing all that information like i saw a post the other day that i think i sent to you guys and it said um the gay community stopped monkeypox legit we did that yeah we were
0: david was actually supposed to go to like washington for a thing for mpox but then we did such a good job that the the number of infections like tanked and went down. And they we, didn't need me in Washington. They, did, they didn't really. need him. Sorry, sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah.
1: You did such a good job. They didn't you. Yeah, that's what it was. And I kind of like
3: pissed, <laughs> but you won't need to <laughs> get on, up, on a plane. And you took
1: yeah. Plane. I won't have to get on a, on a plane. However, <laughs> I would have been closer to my man's, Who's not my man's.
3: <laughs> that's really what I wanted.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to like, thank you guys for uh-huh. that work that you guys do. Um, it's really important and you know it's saving lives it's saving people and um i had a really horrible experience when i found out that i was positive uh and knowing that you guys do that and do your best and try like being so sex positive and so welcoming to these people like honestly thank you guys like i really appreciate what you guys do for the community I was not prepared for this. I wasn't. Prepared, but thank
1: you thank you Daniel. Like you also put in the work cuz I've seen when the
2: unboxing happened like you
1: took we up your part of You put up you put in your work. Um you still continue to put in your work. Um anytime we have an event you're there to help support us. So you're supporting the community by being present um you're a dm away from most people and you're on a go-go box so when someone's tipping you a dollar you can be like are you tested
3: <laughs> <laughs> just start putting cards. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a dollar and you get my business card <laughs> <laughs> so no like i appreciate that but you also you also deserve your flowers in this moment as well thank you you shouldn't be denied that. thank you
0: yeah. okay if anyone ever needs an hiv test or wants to get on prep in the la and oc area just Slide in our DMs and we'll be able to help you out.
1: And if you're yes. not comfortable citing to ours, but you're comfortable citing Daniel's, by all means, I'll yes. send over your information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which has kind of happened quite a few times. We've gotten a few people from you that have like, hey, you know a little bit about this. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Daniel. Of course, thank you guys. Um, I think that brings us to a good place to talk about kind of like your journey. So, I mean, we know in terms of sex positivity, it started rough because people gave you some really bad information which led you to have to kind of empower yourself um, to be where you are today but you've also empowered yourself in other ways to kind of accept who you are. Do you want to kind of talk about?
2: Yeah so um, last time I was here I I said that I wanted to talk about other stuff and one of the biggest thing for me is um, body positivity and fat acceptance. Um, Fat acceptance is actually uh, something that David showed me. Um, so I was like oh I love that and it's so good but um, you know so I'm a fat guy and it was hard living uh, growing up in a Latino household being big because you get bullied by your family and then you <laughs> get bullied at school and then on top of that you're a little bit femme so then you get called uh-huh. gay the fat gay kid Um, but you know that was me growing up and It was very hard for me to find my place or for me. No, it was hard for me to love myself. Mm. I was not able to stand in front of the mirror and say, I love you. um, Like the clothes that I would wear, stuff like that. I was always a very stylish person, Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like I was stylish because I was trying to hide like my curves and my fat and all that and and just Mm -hmm. getting attention in different ways. Um, so, yeah, my journey to loving my body, being able to stand in a go-go box and just dance, uh, being able to walk around in a strap in public, well, in safe spaces, um, in public, you know, and, and things like that, that's something that I would have not been able to do maybe like four years ago, three years ago. Um, I I'll often say the story of Edwin and I. I sent him a picture where I was wearing some shorts. And I told him, how do they look on me? And he said, well, uh, do you have another pair that you could try on, maybe? And I went off. Oh. I completely went off. Because what I took from that was, um, you're too fat for those shorts. And you don't look good in them. Mm -hmm. And I legit went off on him. I cried. And... um. Months later I realized that he wasn't telling me that I they didn't look good on me. He just wanted another option. Yeah. You know, just like To well, compare. Yeah, yeah, to compare. Um, it wasn't even because I was fat. And but that's how I took it because of how the triggering words that, you know, that are in, in my head. So months went by and then I apologized to him for, <laughs> for that. <laughs> He's gotten really, like, um, the bad end of that. <laughs> but it, it, it was tough to get to where I am now. I love myself. I love my body. Mm. Um, if you see me sometimes trying to lose weight, it's because my ankles and my knees are horrible. <laughs> but it's not to look better because I feel like I look great. Uh, I look amazing and I love it. And You just did a
0: photo shoot on my porch. I did. I
2: just did a photo shoot. (laughs) Uh, You know, and I love all that stuff. I just love to express myself with my body because others get to see that. Mm -hmm. Um, The very first time that I go-go danced, uh, I got off the box and a fat guy came up to me and said, I just want to thank you because I've never seen somebody that looks like me up there. And that, to me, is what I want to do. Like, I want to give representation where there isn't much. Mm -hmm. um, Because, yes, you have your typical bear, right? And
1: they're usually confined to, like, a specific night. Right. Like, bear night and Mm -hmm. specific bars. Like, usually it's like the eagle maybe has a beefy guy. Mm -hmm. Maybe. um, And that's about it.
2: Yeah. But um, I want to break that. And I feel like we've been doing a good job um, I go dance for puteria en que perra often and mm-hmm. puteria en que perra. I, Nabor, if you're listening, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. Um, it's Latin night and when I first started going there, I had never seen somebody. Big like me, mm-hmm. um, and he just gave me the opportunity. And it's not a space specifically for big people, like you were saying, or yeah. for bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, usually if you look at the people that I'm dancing with are like ripped, cut, you know, like, um. And then there's me with my fabulous fat body and my stretch marks and getting tipped and getting having a great time, dancing um,
0: your ass around some other go-go's. Yes,
2: you know, <laughs> um, and that, and it's great. But um, it, it definitely has been a journey for me to, to be able to get there. But a lot of people have asked me, how did you get there? Or, or is it done? And I said, no. Like, every day I do things that allow me to love myself. And for you guys who are listening and you want to know some tips, it's very important, the intake of social media and, and um, th- that you take Twitter, porn, all of that has a lot to do with how you see yourself and how you love yourself. Um, I started to unfollow um, a lot of uh, Instagram accounts that only posted fit people. And not only fit, fit people, but fit white men. Because I needed to see big black and brown bodies that represented who I am, how I look for me to say, okay, this is the normal. Mm -hmm. But if you follow accounts that all they post is just your muscle guy, your twink, and that's all you intake every single day, then your brain thinks that that's what's normal. Mm -hmm. And that's why you cannot get to a place where you actually love the way that you look um porn as well i know we have our preferences but porn has a lot to do with the way that we see ourselves in 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 our bodies and also expectations yeah right um so that's another thing where i decided i need to like cut off some things and i need to follow other accounts purposely it's been in the what five years that we've known each other daniel <laughs>
1: <laughs> i i i mean from where we started where when we first started being friends, roughly about three years ago now, mm-hmm. so when you mentioned kind of like where your process kind of started to take its like final form or where we are now, um I remember like what you were before like I don't know what changed or what clicked when you started like in public calling people out and i was I thought that was so like amazing and beautiful because like like for instance someone that we know was posting just fit bodies but w- they've been like denying 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 every time you've come forward and i think that takes a lot of bravery and a lot of courage to call out like specifically one of your really close friends i don't know if really close but a friend of yours to be like you're you're fucking with me
2: yeah and that's what i was gonna say next is um you have the power to call people out you know um because it's about you some people don't think that this is serious but only i know what it takes to like be in bed crying because i don't love myself or because i feel way too big or whatever the case might be Mm -hmm. um so this one goes out to the skinny friends or the fit friends or um you know they're your friends so you also need to take some responsibility for your friend's health mental health take some responsibility for it in helping them um you could post whatever you want on your social media obviously it's yours but if you know that you have fat friends that need your support that they need to see your acceptance you know and you claim to be that you're fat acceptance and that you're body positive then why don't you post some fat bodies on your story
3: mm
2: post some fat bodies on your posts so that your friends that are big can see themselves in other people and they could start to like love themselves and accept themselves just the way that they are. I'm not saying for others, like don't go and lose weight if you need to, you know, like you are in your own journey. If you need to lose weight for health or whatnot, that's great. Um, I always say if you're going to lose weight because you want to look better Fall in love with who you are first
3: Mm.
2: and then go there. And your friends could help you get there. You know, so I've had some uncomfortable conversations with a few people and, um, you know, they're uncomfortable. But I'm proud of having those conversations because if I don't call you out, like, I'm okay. I'm good right now. I'm fine. But there is other people that follow you and that look up to you. So um, how about you help them? like, proof that you are body positive, proof that you are fat acceptance, um, and help others to get through that journey that it's fucking hard. It's fucking hard to be able to get to a space where you just love yourself and you love your curves, um, you know, like, being able to expose your stretch marks, being able to expose all of that stuff. It's hard to get to that space, so why not help them? Um, so, so, yeah, like, I've be- come to... That area in my life where I just call out people um my friends <laughs> um you know, and if they wanna accept the grade, if they don't, then you know that's on them, but yeah
1: yeah well yeah it's it's like i said it's it's super amazing to see you on your because it also like empowers me in a weird way, like I'm not fat, <laughs> the skinniest probably anyone can be (laughs) but like it's just like i don't know like the bravery and the courage that you have is just inspiring for me to be like as brave or courageous in like everything i do um like i don't think i've ever had the balls to like call someone out like as publicly as you have um and i just find that like amazing thank you
3: yeah thank you
1: um for those that don't know body positivity and fat acceptance do kind of like Meet in a Venn diagram in a way, mm-hmm. um, but uh, fat acceptance says that I know I not only love you and your body the way it is, but I accept everything that comes with this body. So a lot of people will take body positivity and be like, "Oh, you are fat, but you also have like X, Y, and Z, something else going on, and it's probably because you're fat. So why don't you lose that weight?" So the body positivity ends at a point um, when it comes to like somebody's health. The fat acceptance says. I accept you as you are, and you have all that other stuff going on. I love that part of you as well. um whatever journey you're on with that extra stuff, I'm with you on that journey. Mm-hmm. We'll fix it when we get there when when you get there, if that's what you want, right? Mm-hmm. You can just love somebody as they are for what they are. It's also not our place to love conditionally, I guess yeah, yeah, it's not for us as passerby
2: yeah yeah, so yeah.
1: It's deep. It's deep. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, Daniel. I really appreciate you. I know that takes a lot to come on something like this with, you know, an
0: audience.
2: Yeah, it's, it's been deep conversations <laughs> this
0: time. Just open your chest, open up your heart, okay? Thank you. We
1: we can always change topic too to something more lighthearted
0: if you want, or if I'm you want to sure. keep here. <laughs> I, hear, I hear you have a hypnosis moment that you had uh. recently. I did. That is something I'm interested in. Okay, so let's you talk sent about You me that. a very, very, very long paragraph. And I, I said,
1: I'm happy for you, or sad, I'm not reading all of
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I I scrolled through, I didn't, because I, I wanted to, like, see you in yeah. person. Um, I don't know much about hypnosis. So, in... it,
1: and you're the second person that said they've been hypnotized to me within, like, the past two, because some, really? some guy in Vegas, I guess, went to the Gilead dinner. The guy that gave... The guy... No, I yeah. say that because he might listen now.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the guy went to the Gilead dinner um, and he was like... I went home... He invited me back to the Torah room but I wasn't available because I was with somebody else. And he was like, this guy hypnotized me. And I was like, what the fuck? That's... Cool. And then you messaged us like three days later and you're like, I got, had a hypnotized moment. I was like, what the fuck is happening in the world right now? You need to try it. I apparently do. Um, the only it. person that hypnotized me is my therapist and I loved it. <laughs> I didn't get off though. It was real sad.
2: <laughs> that, that's where you fucked up.
1: I had depression? That's where I fucked up? I know. I
2: know that's where I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, uh, so um, it happened a few weeks ago um met up with this guy he is great such a sweetheart he is awesome and um it's so funny because the way that this conversation started was because in my bio for instagram there's a emoji with like the spiral eyes Mm -hmm. so he immediately thought that i was into hypnosis what what does it mean
1: though for you the spiral eyes
2: um it was to me it's just like um
0: She's zooted out on
1: poppers. Yeah. Get, yes.
2: Getting lost in like poppers or whatnot, okay, whatever. So if you read my bio, it's like a lot of kink stuff. So I was just like, Oh, this, this emoji, you know, <laughs> so there was no reason, uh, no meaning behind it, but he thought that I was into it because of that. So then, um, he, we started talking and, and I don't remember exactly how we got there, but we just, he must have mentioned it or something. And I said, you know what? I've always been intrigued by it. Um, and now that I'm into like a lot of different kinks and I like, become very submissive, I was like, I think that would be very interesting to, to mm-hmm. try. So, um, the first time it happened was through DMs on Instagram and it was early morning. He hypnotized you yes. through DMs on Instagram. Yes. Okay. So was-
1: Have you ever watched a cult documentary, Daniel? <gasps> I watch a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm so interested right now. <laughs> Go on.
2: So, um, you know, we, I was just at home. It was, I was uh, during the week, so I had to go to work. But um, we just started talking, and he started sending me some pictures of his feet because. It all had to do with feet, so he's like a foot dom. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you all know, like feet is my number one fetish. Yes, you to sell.
0: want pictures of my feet on your face? You
2: yes, tell me regularly. I do. <laughs> so we'll get there hopefully for ten dollars <laughs> on our Patreon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we took that tear down. We're adding it back. Maybe. Somebody actually <laughs> five dollars <me>. a
2: foot. <laughs> Somebody DM'd me and they said, "Oh, I would pay to see that." So oh I'm God. just, I'm just saying, Dino. You know, we could have it. a side hustle. We'll make it work. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> So, yeah, so he started sending me pictures of his feet. he has gorgeous feet, and um, you know, he just started talking very dumb to me, and he would demand like for me to respond a certain way, and I was um, so throughout that whole conversation on Instagram, he started like using triggering words that I was starting to like tear in, into, you yeah, know? yeah. And he would say, whenever I say this, you're going to act this way, or you're going to do this, or whatnot. And then he does this really cool thing where he counts down from 10 to 1, Um and he just, like, gives different demands or just different things between the numbers. And then when he finished, he counted the 10 to 1, and he would be, um, you know, 10... You're gonna wake up and you're gonna remember the stuff that we did. Nine, you're gonna tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. Eight, you know, and it was very interesting the way that he did it, very caring.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I shot a huge load; it was <laughs> amazing. Um, what number was that? Was it like number three? You're gonna shoot a huge load. <laughs> <laughs> that was number four. <laughs>
3: Oh, I'm behind so curtain then... number three. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so then, you know, it ended. Went home, and then I want to say maybe like the following week is when we finally met in person. And, mm. Well, we had met in person before, but we met to do this. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was great. He pretty much we were in the couch. He uh, put his feet on my on my face, and he just started using the triggering words that that he used previously
3: Mm.
2: and he was hypnotizing me with his feet like wiggling his toes and and his feet on my face Mm -hmm. um so automatic already like i'm high on poppers Mm -hmm. i want to sniff his feet and lick them because that's what i love to do and then he is using some words that are like triggering to me so he uses all that against me pretty much and that's how like he just like puts me under and mm-hmm. it's not like what you see on TV or on shows that people are acting stupid and all that stuff. Like, I knew what was going on the entire, th- the entire time. um, And, like, you know, I could tell you what happened or whatnot. It's just that the control at that moment wasn't there. Yeah. I had no control.
1: Yeah, you're at his whim. Essentially. Yeah, yeah,
2: I had absolutely no control. There was a point where he said, moving forward, you're not going to talk um i love to be called a pig right so he's like you're not gonna talk um you're just gonna give me pig noises and whenever i ask you a question you can answer so he would ask me a question and then i would just like you know talk like a pig (laughs) make the pig noises Uh and it was insane um but then what he would say was like and when you do that like when you do a pig noise you're gonna go deeper it it was in like yeah it was insane so um we did that then he was playing with my feet cuz he's also into feet mm-hmm. and what he did was um he wanted me that every time he played with my feet um i would feel like an orgasmic rush throughout my body and i would start feeling it every time he would touch my feet mm-hmm. um he also tickled me a little bit which i was never into and it was very, very hot. I really enjoyed it. We tried the spiral as well on mm-hmm. the TV. and Did it, that
1: work for you or was it too much?
2: No, it was so interesting how quick I like went. Because what happened is we took a break. Um, he, again, did the countdown. You're going to wake up. three, you know, And then went to the restroom, drank some water. We talked a little bit. Um, what do you like? Blah, 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 you know, stuff like that. Mm. Then... We talked about that spiral and then he put it on the TV and immediately like I was under immediately and um I went under and then he just took over again and he just kept on doing stuff. What was very interesting is that the following day when I was telling Edwin about it um, and I was telling him about the pick stuff when I was telling him that I had to pause because I wanted to like do A pig noise, uh-huh. I promise you, <laughs> it was insane. I was like, uh, like, <laughs> okay, like, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Um, he gave me a safe word, um, and He's very caring, such a caring person, and
0: that's what I was going to bring up. You you sent me a post that he's or a thread of what he kind of told you what happened, mm-hmm. and the thing that stuck out to me was like halfway through, I pulled you out because I wanted you to have a water break, use the restroom if you need to, and then we'll bring you back under. And then at the end, you know, I just wanted to make sure everything was good. So there's a lot of care involved. Yeah,
2: seemed. a lot. And he, what he did was that he gave me a um, safe word, mm-hmm. right, and then. After when we were done, he said that safe word, what I did was that it works in any scenario. And even if you're not with me and he said, if anybody ever like puts you under hypnosis and they want to harm you or anything, you understand what's happening and you could just use that safe word and you'll be able to like pull yourself out. Yeah. He's like in whatever situation you're in. So I really liked that he did that because Mm. my fear of doing this was being under and somebody taking advantage in whatever way, Mm. you know, and he, you know, he was like, but this, this is what's going on. Then the other thing he said, I have these triggering words for you, but if somebody else tries to use them, they're not going to work. Yeah. And he's like, "Um, I know that you would love to try it with Edwin, so I would have to like, teach Edwin and let Edwin use them f- for them to work on you. And I was, like, so blown. I was like, what the heck? Like, this is insane. But because I need to be in control of everything, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I love being submissive, it was great. Because mm-hmm. I don't have control. And it was awesome. So
1: That's really interesting. That's yeah. not good. Have you ever experienced submissive?
2: No,
0: I I've seen it on cartoons. Okay. And Jerry Springer. <laughs> Yeah, very different.
1: <laughs> very different than hypnotism. Did he test, like, how hypnotizable you are before he hypnotized
2: you? Well, he's, what he said was that I was very, like, eager, and he had no I- issue with doing it. Mm. So I was, I guess, very open to it. Interesting. Yeah. The yeah. other thing, though, is um, what he wants to try, which I really want to, which will help us celebrate. um. Uh. Yeah. so he t- can he wants to hypnotize me while he's playing with my hole mm, to okay. be able to help me relax my muscles and be able to take bigger toys oh and get me into fisting and then we'll have a party not a fisting party where i get fisted by all of you but you know celebrating me getting fisted <laughs> cute but yeah so okay. yeah it was great it was an awesome experience i loved it
0: that sounds great i am also always in control and a little high strung so that might be an interesting thing so
1: my therapist had a hard time hypnotizing me because i was too like against it like mentally i guess i mean i was like i'm open i'm ready but like my <laughs> no, like, mind was no, like no you're no not. we're no. not fucking <laughs> giving control <laughs> the to defenses anybody. are up yeah <laughs> So he had to like test how hypnotizable I was. So he like put a finger and then he like makes you follow it and then like if how much of the white of your eyes are visible when you're like following the finger up decides whether you're actually open. My eyes
0: hypnotism. go in two different directions when you do that. It's <laughs> <a little awkward. laughs> so that's that's a
1: thing. But I mean, I'm sure it would be the same test. Um, but yeah, mine I remember when I was hypnotized, it was just like a breathing exercise and I don't think I don't know if it's Mad Men that has a theme where like the guy is like falling i think so it's just like a silhouette of a guy like yeah. falling through empty space mm. um that's what i felt like okay. or like those pictures you see of people like in the ocean where they're like halfway down and there's like you can see the top of the ocean but like nothing beneath them yeah yeah that's what it felt like
2: oh. interesting yeah yeah no n- nothing like that i was i knew where i was like everything was there um i just knew i didn't have control that's mm. pretty much what it was and and yeah like um because I, he asked me questions before, right? Like, what do you like? And all that stuff. And he knew I was a poppers pig. He knew this and that. So, um, you know, he would be like, okay, now do poppers or now this. And then at the end of the day, at the end of the night, he sent me home with my own pair of his socks uh, in a Ziploc bag. A goodie bag was, to go. Yes. Nobody throws parties like that anymore. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he was like, when you're home alone and you sniff it, you are going to want to go back to that space. And I did. And it happened. And it's Just amazing. Like, yeah. A little it, shortcut. Yes. Like, um, it actually happened Wednesday night. Mm. Um, after my session that I talked to you guys about. Yeah. I wanted myself to come. So I used his socks to get me there. And it was fucking hot. It was amazing. And this happened a few weeks ago. But. Yeah, there in a the Ziploc bag and it's still his scent on there. Yeah. And it's it's
1: amazing. I yeah. don't think I've told you this, but I kind of shamed somebody one time that had something of mine in a Ziploc bag. You
0: it was an accident. It was an
1: accident. I didn't know. <laughs> I wish I didn't know I was shaming him. <laughs> <laughs> but he felt shame and I had to apologize. So. Oh. Um this kid invited me over to his place. Not a kid, he's pretty old. Um I think he's old. He's like twenty four, I think. Um, you call everybody kid. I call everybody kid. Everyone's a kid. Yeah. Um but he invited me over and he really wanted me to piss on him. So I did. Um, and he was in his jock. And I guess he had saved the jock in a Ziploc bag. That's and he, hot. I, I, I thought so. That, let me preface with, I thought it was hot. The, where the rest of the story goes, may not have said, I think this is
2: hot. <laughs> <laughs> you should have started with
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he was like, I was just sniffing the jock right now. And it was like a week later or so. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, oh, I put the jock into a Ziploc. And I was like, oh that's really interesting and i was like tell, tell me more like does it like smell the same does it like what i was like what about it are you into and he was like oh i just like the smell and i was like okay cool and i was like but it like holds it doesn't start to smell bad and he was like no it still smells the same and i was like oh okay and i was like that's pretty that's pretty hot and then i messaged him a couple he messaged me a couple days later and i was like hey well he was messaging me like do you still have that jock because it would be hot to like text you right now while you're sniffing that jock and he was like no i threw it away because i felt you were judging me for having it and i was like no no. i was like no i thought it was hot i just i guess i didn't like express it i was i was more curious than i was like i think he was looking for me to be like wow that's so hot but it was curious to me so Mm -hmm. i had questions and i went that route instead of the other route
2: i love that stuff our friend from Palm Springs, he mailed me once his jock and socks. Mm. Oh, so hot. And then this last time that we were there in Palm Springs, we were in barracks and we were leaving already. And he's like, wait, before you leave, he sits down, takes his shoes off, takes his socks off, he's like, here, take them. And I'm like, oh, my God, my,
3: my own <laughs> <laughs> socks no. so right now, it's all the time <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> at home. I have like four pairs, no, three pairs of socks from different guys.
1: So now my question is the same. Do they start to smell worse?
2: Do they lose their appeal? So that's why you keep them in the Ziploc bag because okay. it like keeps that
3: that smell. That, okay.
2: You know. The other two, I haven't smelled them in a very long time. I think they're like there's some. I know I have them. They're somewhere. Okay. Um, but
1: I don't. But I, they don't start to get like. I guess my question is like they don't start to get moldy because sometimes you know you get smelly socks because they've mm-hmm. been they have sweat in them and then you put them into a tight compartment probably in the dark in a drawer. Like, do they get moldy
2: at all? No, I've never had that. Okay.
3: That
0: that's good to know and mm-hmm. that's how you got cordyceps and now you are a zombie yes yes. The
2: but you know was. that's another thing that you guys could probably do so she's immune to everything
1: socks. now yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what we can do to our socks you want us to nail up so, socks so your listen, socks listen I love my socks you're pissed jocks you see this do you see these socks David <laughs> is
2: currently wearing Batman David, socks David this is what you do you guys are you guys are not listening to me <laughs> you don't buy your socks and you don't use your own socks the person that wants to buy them buys you the socks okay sends them to you or you just do your own wish list they go in there they buy you the socks that they want you in you wear them for a week or two or whatever the case they want put them in a Ziploc bag mail them to them you have your money okay simple
1: well, then, if someone wants to buy me socks to wear around all day and then ship back to you, I am nothing if not um, supportive. I prefer a cartoon on my sock. He really does. <laughs> I'm wearing Batman socks right now. They came out he of is. an advent calendar I got for Christmas from my mother. So I, almost, I almost bought away. you that one. And I was like, his mom's going to be." But if it you want to buy me an advent calendar of Batman socks, and I'll give you some of them back. I'll, I'll give keep you a <laughs> them number <for> myself. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll, you know what? I will I will sweat in the Superman socks for you and give those to you since I don't like Superman. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and Dino, your uh, size eleven feet. Are we doing this? My size eleven feet. I'm down. You know what? I noticed go. that you've started wearing like SpongeBob socks, not SpongeBob character, just like red and blue striped. White oh, socks.
0: <laughs> oh, I like a I like a uh, white sock. They're with like a stripe uh, on it.
1: classic gym socks.
0: These ones are, are starting are. to get holes in them, so they're on their way out. Oh. Well so oh, we have a there Iranian. you go <laughs>
2: <laughs> and some people have a thing for that like the yeah. like the holes in the socks like so hot so sexy yeah. oh, you can tell they're worn
3: mm-hmm. nice yeah. perfect love. I, I
2: love it when Edwin and I go on a trip because I already know you're gonna get a goodie <laughs> when we get to wherever we're going to he's gonna like give me his socks because he wore them all week for me because we were gonna is that go, what that smell in the office is <laughs> <laughs>
3: smell (laughs) it all the way in la from Mm -hmm. (laughs) oc oh my goodness but yeah it's
1: it's
2: it's hot well i
1: I, thank you for that i love that all of that we're making money somehow apparently it's gonna be (laughs) (laughs) well daniel we're at an hour um thank you for coming on it goes by so fast it goes by really quick there's a lot of questions i have and a lot i still want to talk about but we're gonna have to save it for another for episode because sure. um, we know you'll be back you'll be back yes you'll you don't have a choice always around <laughs> i don't hear <your> stories <laughs> um so thank you for coming on Dino. do you have anything you want to say before we
2: close out a um, closing, where can the people find you statement well i am on instagram at also dot so you could find me there um and oh well thank you guys so much honestly for having me like i said thank you for the work that you do for the community it's really appreciated um love you guys so much for doing that and congratulations on everything that you're doing (laughs) i am so proud to call you guys some of my best friends like honestly what you guys are doing it's amazing so i'm so happy for you guys um really really proud of you both uh and yeah yeah, now we get to get drunk on
1: sunday to celebrate yes <laughs>
2: day drinking <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right do you know
0: close us out like you always do sure if you like this podcast you can leave a review on whatever app you're using apple spotify uh we actually had a review that i was gonna bring up the beginning david
3: oh uh, no yes. sorry i skipped it do you okay. want to bring it up right now yes i do yeah talk about it so <laughs> what
0: uh a friend of mine just had a kid so she's been having a lot of podcast time? time yeah so, yeah, so uh <laughs> She was like, I've been listening to your podcast. It's really good. I'm learning a lot about gay sex. And I said, yeah, you are. (laughs) Uh, But she's really enjoying it. So like, shout out to her. Hey, girl, how you doing? Uh, But for anyone else, please leave a review, like, subscribe. Um, We're like slowly gaining numbers, which is really cool. So you guys are putting in the work. We're really appreciative. Um, So make sure to tell a friend that you love the show um you can subscribe to our patreon patreon.com slash cclpod until then i'm the famous dino and
3: i'm the gay gatsby see ya bye adios